Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. Have you ever struggled to get on the same page with your spouse or significant other? Have you ever felt like you had this great dream that you wanted to pursue or this awesome idea that you wanted to work on, but just couldn't seem to get your partner to embrace your excitement? Have you ever felt held back from where you really wanted to be by your marriage or relationship? If so, then today's episode is going to speak to you. In part one of my two-part breakthrough conversation with Kim and Jessica, we'll be discussing why better questions are necessary to give you better answers, what it really means to be in a relationship, how our beliefs can get in our own way or propel us forward, why you must honor your dream while you're honoring your partner, and the differences between masculine and feminine energy and how understanding them can improve your relationship. This is a fun and enlightening conversation that I hope you enjoy listening to as much as I enjoyed participating in. So, without further ado, here's part one. Hello, creators. Welcome back to the show. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, and I am really excited to bring to you today a breakthrough conversation with two amazing women here in the studio. I am joined by Kim and Jess, and we are going to talk today about relationships. Ladies, why don't you say hello to the audience? Hello, everybody. This is Kim. And I'm Jess. Hi. (laughs) This is going to be a lot of fun. So a while back, I asked for questions from the show. By the way, I'm always asking for questions and I'm not getting enough. So (laughs) if you have a question, please send it in so that we can talk about it here on the show. I'd love to answer it for you or at least give you my best stab at it. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to do our best to talk about what Kim sent in a while back. And she brought her friend Jess along because they talk about this a lot. (laughs) Yes, definitely a lot. All right. So. Let me give you guys the question, and then we're going to talk about how it works, and we're going to break it down, and we're going to get a breakthrough. Sound good? Breakdown, breakthrough. The goal of a breakthrough conversation is for us to have some sort of dramatic difference in perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Some aha moment, Mm -hmm. so that we are looking at it differently than we did when we first started. That's good. Are you with me? Yep. And it's on you guys to tell me when you have that moment. (laughs) And when everybody, everybody, I can see it, but they won't be able to see it. So make sure you tell everybody when we're having that moment. All right. All right. So here is the question. The question is, if married, how vital is a person's spouse when moving forward in what God's called you to do? Wow. That's a question. It is a wow question. So Kim, you sent it in. So you're obviously married. Yes. Okay. I am married. (laughs) Okay. So tell me a little bit more about your situation and about what prompts the question. Well, I've been married for um, 17 years now. A lovely man, lovely man. Um, I think what really prompted it, Jeremy, Mm -hmm. is um, as I sat and I thought about it, being brought up in church and the church that I come from, um, you know, everybody was married. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was on a committee was married and doing things together. You have the deacons and the deaconess and mm-hmm. the person that is going to um, coordinate the pastor's anniversary. Um, they're going to do that with their spouse. And a lot of the messages were, um, you know, when I was growing up, geared towards married couples mm-hmm. and them prospering in the things of God together. So I grew up with that, I I believe, that mentality. So even before I was married, I felt like, man, you know, um, that's going to be very something very important, you know. And when I was growing up, I was kind of like one foot in the church and one foot out, you know. So I was singing in the clubs and then I would go to church. But in my mind, I was like. You know, the guy that I'm going to get married to, he's going to have to travel around the world with me and support me and encourage me and boost me on in my purpose and in my destiny because this is everything that I'm being taught. So after in between 17 years of marriage, it didn't work out that way. (laughs) I was going to say how that worked out. Yeah, (laughs) it didn't work out that way. But I like I said, you know, it was a seed that was planted in me and it was constantly watered by the church. Mm -hmm. And so. 
Um, I can say that my husband, he's very supportive. He's very supportive in the things that I love to do. I can come up with an idea to do something. Me and Jess, we mm-hmm. come up with ideas all the time. Matter of fact, I told him the other day, me and Jess have another idea. And he just sits there like, okay, you know, like, what is it? But, you know, I feel like at, there are times in my life and in my relationship where I feel like God has given me a special assignment, something mm-hmm. to do. And I always have that moment of, hmm, am I going to get the support from my husband that I feel like um, will help me and boost me into that place that I see in my mind? There is something that I see in my mind. And I feel like, and and I think it's because also still, you know, I watch a lot of TV just, and some of it is, um, you know, Christian TV. And you see the pastors, they -hmm. have their pastor's wife, the the pastors and their wives. And you're talking about the LA pastors, are you talking about (laughs) I am not talking oh, okay, about okay. LA <laughs> <laughs> Different breakthrough conversation. Okay, good, Harry. good, good. Different, different conversation. I don't make sure. I don't make, know what we're dealing with. But everything, everywhere, you, when you turn on the TV, especially in the Christian world, you see people moving into their purpose and destinies together. Mm-hmm. So, and I really, like I said, my husband is supportive, but I think in my mind what's happened is, is I have designated a level of support that I would like to see from him. And mm-hmm. that's what, that's what's happening with me. And I know, I know that's my problem. Yeah. I have said his support should look like this. He should be asking me about this. He should be saying, hey, have you checked into this? You know, this is your gifting. This is your talent. You know, I really think you can do this. Yeah. You know, and when I don't receive that, I feel like I get to a moment where I'm just like, oh, this is never going to happen. He doesn't support me. He doesn't ask me about it. But then I go, I go into my own world and I say, this is what's been happening with me recently, Jeremy, I'm going to tell you, is I had to sit and ask myself a question and say, okay, God, the thoughts that I've, um, the things that I've come up with in my mind and the things that I've grown up with about married couples and their purpose, um, fulfilling their purposes together, I was just practically asked God, is that you? Is that you know, is that what the Bible is talking about? That if the couple is not together and they're moving forward together, that, you know, this thing that you've designed me to do, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I've asked God that. And on my rebellious days, <laughs> I feel like God is saying, girl, go and do what you need to do. And mm. I will get that man together later. You know, okay. when I have my rebellious days. Mm-hmm. But then I get to a place, you know, just where I'm just like, you know what? I have to honor my husband. That's another mm-hmm. thing, you know, mm-hmm. that comes up in my mind because uh, yes. in church we're taught that you have to honor him. And it, it's always been talked about with women in the church. You have to honor him. You have to respect him. You can't do this before you talk to your husband about it. And then it moves me into another place of asking God, you know, Lord, is there a balance to that? Mm. Is there? I, I, I'm real. I'm just trying to break out of uh, a certain mindset and mentality. Sure. You, you know, just for myself. So you're open. It sounds like you're open to your paradigm being the largest problem. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Come on Good. here, Jeremy. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna. You gave me an awful lot to work with. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot to work with. Now, uh-huh. Jess, when you're hearing her, uh, what's different or similar about your situation? Um. For me, it, it's similar, I would say, um, in that my husband and I maybe aren't on the same page exactly, exactly spiritually, mm-hmm. um, but we're a little bit different mm-hmm. um, uh, in maybe some beliefs and things like that Yeah, for you yeah, versus, you know. You know. That. Mm-hmm. Um, but... He grew up in the church, so he was very, he's very church. She's as churched as I, I am. Um, and so he knows, I, you know, all, all that <laughs> I would know, I guess yeah. I would say. So we're on the same page with that. Um, I think that probably what's different for us, well, and I'm a dreamer, mm-hmm. and my husband's more of the practical side of things. Yeah. yeah. So, and you need that. You need that in relationships because mm-hmm. uh, you have to have a balance there. 
Um, but that that can be hard because you know if I have a dream, I'm I'm just let's just do it. Yeah. And he's like, wait, let's think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know you run into those. But overall, I would say we are mostly on the same page. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've decided recently just to go all all in with God mm-hmm. and say, you know, I'm I'm just going to give you everything and and whatever you ca- have called me to do, I'm mm-hmm. willing to do. And I don't think he's there. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit different. It makes yeah. it hard. Or do we make it hard? Mm. <laughs> that, well, well, I think that. That's the <laughs> or question. Or do we make it? And, and I'm kind of the. three. <laughs> you know, we're going to have a breakthrough. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I sense it in I the feel atmosphere. It. Yes, it's good. Yeah, it's actually really good what's, what, how you guys are discussing it because mm-hmm. it helps. It helps paint a canvas for all of the listeners yes but it also helps me fill in a lot of blanks about what this question is really about okay right because there's always a question beneath the question yeah right and i think that's necessary to say before we move on for Mm -hmm. all uh, everybody listening is that Mm -hmm. there's always a question beneath your question maybe several questions Mm -hmm. beneath your question the initial question is really just a surface level thing that you're willing yeah. to let okay. out mm-hmm. but it's really not the most vulnerable part of you yeah. that's going to be required for change mm-hmm. to happen does that make sense it makes a lot of sense yeah so it just does. getting you guys talking has helped me understand a lot more about the situation mm-hmm. and it's going to help you know everybody listening today see how it fits into their world as well because this isn't just Good. about marriage yeah is it it's not it's, it's about not. it's about the dream that you have inside of you yeah that you want to see manifest mm-hmm. and how it works in the confines of marriage. That's good. Notice the word yeah. I said, confines. confines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you didn't tell me that that wasn't wrong. Right. See, <laughs> marriage is not supposed to be confining. Yeah. Right. Oh. Because relationships are supposed to magnify human experience and make it, wow. you know, amplify things. Definitely. So not not diminish things. Okay. So this is just a message to everyone out there. If you're in a relationship that has you feeling diminished, something's off, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound to me though that your men are actually actively pursuing diminishment. Can I drink water? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Yeah, the men right. aren't pursuing mm-hmm. diminishment in this case. It doesn't seem that way yet, anyway, mm-hmm. right? And I don't have them with me, so. Men, you're not with me. <laughs> I can't aim at you. But yeah. if you're listening, you know, you know, heads up on what's really mm-hmm. going on inside the ladies' hearts. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, let's start with there's some big ones to start with. <laughs> let's let's start with the clearest definition of spouse. Hmm. Let's start there. All right? Okay. What is a spouse? You're good, Jeremy. <laughs> what I just is want to it? tell everybody. Well, we He's need good. To, well, what we need to do is mm-hmm. get down to those assumptions we make about relationships. Yeah. Right? And we are making a ton of assumptions about marriages, how they're supposed to work. Yeah. Right? And what spouses do. So let's talk about spouse. What is a spouse? Give it to me in a sentence if you can. For me, I say support. Yeah, that's a word that came to my mind. Support. Okay. Friendship. Good. Um, I, I, I build together. That's mm-hmm. what comes to mind too. Togetherness. Good. You know, um, never separate it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. just so intertwined that mm-hmm. you can't tell the difference between the two. Mm. Right? You're, That's you know, good. like we used to say, you're my ride or die. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually a good, that's a great place to start. So let's, Let's like let's evolve a meaning from the word, right? Okay. The word spouse really means partner in common language, mm-hmm. but partner has lots of interesting things behind it, hmm. right? So a partner is somebody who does what? They're somebody who they take part in helping us execute a pledge or a promise that we've made together. Mm-hmm. So if I have a business partner, then I'm pledging to do what? To right. build a business to build together. A business. Okay. Right? Yes. So if I have a marriage partner, what am I pledging to do? We're going to build exactly. together. Build a family That's together. Good. Build a marriage together, right? And a partner has a shared risk in 
you know, the opportunities that we pursue, mm -hmm. yes. but they also have a shared reward in what right. we pursue, mm -hmm. right? Okay. But the idea being that it's shared risk, shared reward. This mm -hmm. is not two islands, right? It's the merging of two holes into something new and different, mm -hmm. right? This it's not good. compromise. Compromise is, is largely the way that some uh, people assume marriages work. Oh, you must be good at compromise. No, no, no. Compromise is when no one wins. Yes. Right? There are more empowering alternatives that no one's explored mm -hmm. that can help us build better what we yeah. really want. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get rid of either ors and never and always in our conversation <laughs> as much as we can. And are you go, listening to us, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> and go for something more in that big sphere of gray in the middle that has an awful lot us. more opportunities, yeah. right? All right, so a spouse is also a teammate. That's mm -hmm. the way I would define my life with my wife, Lisa. She's my teammate. So um, it, when I have a teammate, we are concerned about the business of getting whatever goal it is we are achieving done together, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I don't leave my teammate behind somewhere, right? right? Mm -hmm. And I don't, uh, I don't monitor their progress mm -hmm. because their progress is my progress. Oh, my goodness. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I have to pay attention to what my teammates are doing. Otherwise, what's going to happen to my team? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The whole yeah. thing will suffer if one person suffers. Right? It's only as strong as the weakest link. We hear that about teams, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? So in marriages, it's just a two-person team, mm -hmm. which should be easier. But exactly, because it's yeah. not that many parties right? involved. It's not a basketball team or a football team. Uh, Excuse me. So it uh -huh. should be easier, but it never really proves to be that way, mm -hmm. does it? Mm -hmm. So... That's what we're going to kind of key in on a little bit here is how the team works, right? What's the, mm. old, what's the old phrase, right? Teamwork. Makes the dream work. There you go. <laughs> so both of you, though, are human beings in a relationship, yes? Yes. So every human being, I believe, has something that, they, they, that they're supposed to bring to the planet while they're here. Mm -hmm. Some people call it a dream. Some people call it a mission. Some people call it a calling. Right. Some people call it a personal legend. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different yeah. ways to fulfill that mm -hmm. idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the but the, the 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 thing we need to describe for everybody is what this thing is, right? Mm -hmm. It's this it's this inside voice yes. calling us, pushing us forward, right? Mm -hmm. There's more for us. Mm -hmm. It feels like an expansion of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. Right. You never you're always growing. Yes. We're always moving forward. Mm -hmm. You never really see exactly what it is that you're supposed to do. <laughs> you just see what the next best thing is to do. Yeah. And that gets you going closer and closer to where you feel like you should be mm -hmm. headed. Is that, is that mm -hmm. good? Is that a good yeah. definition? Yeah. yeah. It's also a convergence of your skills. Um, it's a convergence of your passion. Mm -hmm. um, it's how you feel like you've been designed. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's a lot going on yeah. in the idea of flow or mm -hmm. calling or mission. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. So, well, one of the better frameworks for coaches is better questions means better answers. Okay. Right? Okay. So let's get to some better questions. <laughs> is this a setup? It always, always a setup. Yes. Because what okay. you guys gave me here, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. We could go in a lot of different directions. And we probably will by the time we're done. Okay. But let's start here. Better questions better answer so okay. let's talk about your question first and foremost right because you thought about it when you wrote it i'm sure you yeah. didn't just write it mm -hmm. right how if married how vital is a person's spouse when moving forward in what god's called you to do so finish this <laughs> inherent in my question is he's not doing what i want him to do <laughs> Uh -oh. Well, uh -oh. <laughs> we got to honest fast, ladies and gentlemen. We did. We did. And that's good. No, that's oh perfect. Oh, my goodness. You even used a very, uh, you know, vital, how essential. Right? Give me an excuse, Jeremy. Something. Right? Oh, my goodness. Right? Why can't he see this in me? <laughs> I see in him. I feel mm -hmm. like I do. Yeah. 
Is that more common with women? I don't know. But I see in him and I wish for him and I, yeah. I, I cheer him on. And yeah. I know that, oh, man, if you do this, you are going to just, you know, change the world, brother. Yeah. You know, Hello. all of that. Yeah. So, okay, two things are going on right now okay. that I can tell in your mm -hmm. relationship without mm -hmm. ever even meeting them, mm -hmm. right? Uh, one is you have a, okay, women women mm -hmm. in general, feminine energy, we'll mm -hmm. go with that, has a natural intuition mm. about things. Okay. Yeah. And they're, yes, they're totally. naturally more intuitive and mm -hmm. they're feelers, mm -hmm. right? And yep. women are constantly, <laughs> women are absorbing mm -hmm. the atmosphere, right? Yeah. I would use this um, analogy. I've used this story before. I don't think I've used it on the podcast though, so mm -hmm. pay attention everybody. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I say masculine and feminine energy can be best illustrated by a golf game. Mm -hmm. um, if you play golf with your partner or your spouse, if uh, the man walks up to the tee box mm -hmm. and he's getting ready to, to hit the ball, he's getting super focused, mm -hmm. super quiet. <laughs> he's looking only at the ball. Mm -hmm. There could be a million things going on around him and it's not going to matter mm -hmm. because it's just me and the ball and that fairway and I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. And one of the benefits of masculine energy is to focus to the exclusion of everything going on around it. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, it makes sense. So I can get laser focused <laughs> on something I'm up to mm -hmm. and literally ignore everything that's going on around you. Hmm. So it's kind of like when uh, a woman might come home from uh, an errand or come home from work and see their husband sitting in the living room with the two kids running all over the place mm -hmm. and he's on his laptop finishing an <laughs> email. Yeah. And you're like, how are you not paying attention yeah. to all this chaos? <laughs> Listen. I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> when I'm done with this, I'll move to that. Oh, help me, God. <laughs> <laughs> right. All the women are saying, okay, I, yes. I get it. Uh, but if a woman steps up to the tee box, you don't know, she's, put, she's placing the ball down in the dirt. And then it's, you know, what about the height of the ball? And is it good enough? And, and then it's, oh, wait, what about that poor boy running down toward the lake? Doesn't his parents see him going into the lake? What about the... You know, what about that hot dog smell? I could really use a hot dog, right? What, you know, what about these three guys waiting for us? I hope we're not taking too long. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. And that's all, right, all before Jeremy. you even try to hit the ball. All right. Right? Yeah. And then you hit the ball and it doesn't go well. And the guy's like, well, if you just concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? Uh, another way to uh, describe masculine feminine energy would be like Windows, the operating system. You know, okay. I joke about this with my wife all the time mm -hmm. because my taskbar has one thing open mm -hmm. and then it gets closed. Mm -hmm. Her taskbar is like 17, 20 windows her. open at yes. a time, you know, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. I'm like, how are you ever getting anything done? That's you know, hilarious. yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, I got to do this, do mm -hmm. this and then I can do that. But I can't mm -hmm. do this and that at the same time. <laughs> You know, so, you know, yeah. there's just, there's just differences, here. right? That's and we don't good. get taught these things. So then we go into yep. relationships and we are like, you yep. know, don't you see it my way? Mm -hmm. right? Yep. right. So that's one thing that's going on. We just mm -hmm. need to understand each other better. That's mm -hmm. the first way to create any kind of change. I'm willing to bet that even though you're intuitive about your husband and about mm -hmm. the way that he could change the world mm -hmm. and be so great, mm -hmm. I bet he sees these things in you. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't know that you need to hear them. Yeah, that's good. Very good. Right? Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to assume some good things about your husband, mm -hmm. right? That he loves you. Yes. That he wants to see you smile first and foremost. Yes. Mm -hmm. And women, y'all should know this. I mean, yeah. it makes a man's heart well mm -hmm. when he can make his woman smile. Mm -hmm. And if he feels like he can't make you smile, you're going to see withdrawal mm -hmm. and shutdown mm -hmm. or anger. Because mm, he feels inadequate. That's, that's true. Wow. That's good. Very good. Right? Good understanding. <laughs> I okay. actually have an example of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yeah. My husband, one time I was at work and mm. we work in the same place. And uh, he heard me laughing with probably with you or with somebody. Mm. And he said, you don't laugh like that with me. Mm. And, and I could see that it really like he really it made him feel something, mm. you know. Yeah. So that's wow. very interesting in what you just said. Yeah. And so... You know, in your relationship, I guarantee you, he sees things that mm -hmm. he wants for you mm -hmm. and wants, you know, wants to help you with. He mm -hmm. just doesn't know how to say anything. Mm -hmm. So part of, you know, the ways that women can help men in relationships is just to kind of lead us through it. 
Because mm. what you guys do is you intuit mm-hmm. yep. as best friends. You intuit what one another is yep. thinking, and it's in the atmosphere. So you just catch the wave, and you're like, girl, you feeling okay? <laughs> you know? And then you're like, no, but yeah. thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. You know, guys over here being like, yeah. <laughs> I'm having coffee. <laughs> you know? I'm not even on the wavelength. Right. <laughs> right? And to talk about wavelengths, that's the next part of this, is meeting needs is about mm-hmm. wavelength. Mm-hmm. So you have a natural way mm-hmm. of giving love because mm-hmm. it's the natural way you want to receive it. Mm-hmm. Right? And it sounds like words mm-hmm. are one of the ways you like to give and receive love. Am I wrong? I, I like to give them. Yeah. Receiving, I like money and gifts. So. Well, <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, well, we just transitioned this episode. No, no, I'm joking. No, but you know what, Jeremy? I do find that from my husband, you know, from my husband, I want to receive those words. Now, Mm -hmm. anybody else, I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, Probably the money and the gifts, anybody else. Well, wait, let's ask this question. Let's deeper question. Okay. Um, Who's the most supportive person in your life beside your husband? Besides my husband? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, when you say support... Oh, it's your definition, just, not mine. Okay, thank you, Who's the Jeremy. most supportive person in your world beside your husband? Could be current, past. Doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, probably, well, right now, Jess is very... No, oh, no, she not. She just... Not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just... No. So, no. <laughs> I would have to say... Um, like my outside group of friends, like church friends, Jess, definitely just yeah. like, hey, I got a good idea, Jess. Let's do it, Kim. You know, you know, we jump right in there and we encourage each other, you know, so okay. it's just. So it's, support looks like encouragement to you. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes. I had to think <laughs> about it for a second. And what does encouragement look like? Because for different people, it's different. Yeah, that's true. And I guess it depends on who it's coming from, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it, it looks different in marriage to me. Does it? Yeah. Mm, now I make it look now we get to talk about <laughs> the next part of this big breakthrough, right? Because, okay, we have different wavelengths, and we know mm-hmm. this. Okay. I do not have time to get into all the different wavelengths that there are. But uh, a good place to start if you've never read anything uh, from uh, mm-hmm. about the five love languages, you can start there. Yes. Yeah. Right? Um, if you guys have read that, that's great. Yes. I'll mention that for the listeners. If mm-hmm. you've never read that, go pick that up. You'll, if you agree with it, the first 50 pages, you don't have to read the rest of yep. it. So it's all good. Yep, but uh, it's a beautiful, easy way of seeing some different ways that we all communicate love, mm-hmm. but yeah. especially in our closest relationship. Mm-hmm. But um, it only works when we are free mm-hmm. from any other limiting beliefs. Hmm. Does that make sense? It does. So let's talk about beliefs for a second. Okay. All right. That's where... Because you yeah. guys both brought up the word. I don't know if you realize that in your yeah. story when you were telling me about how we're here and what this question means to you. You guys both brought up the yeah. word belief several times. So I didn't tick how many times, but it was a few. <laughs> And All the right. funny thing is, I, if I could interject, is that Jess was saying her and her husband basically re- believe the believe same the thing, same. Right. which is the opposite for me. Yeah. You know, my husband is of another faith. Okay. So that kind of plays in my head, too. Yeah. You know, we're never going to be on the same wavelength like you're talking uh, about because, you know, yeah. we're thinking about, thinking about this thing um, in two totally different ways. We have to be because yeah. belief is a part of that, isn't mm. it? Well, yeah, a big part, (laughs) but we need to discern what it's about. Okay. 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 Because we use interchangeable terms a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Belief and faith and, Mm -hmm. you know, we, spirituality, we say all kinds of different words, but for all of us, they all mean different things. Mm -hmm. So let's get down to what can be the most useful definitions for our discussion Mm -hmm. and help the listener understand where we're headed. Mm -hmm. All right. So in my world, belief is different than faith. Okay. Faith is the force or the energy yeah. Yeah. that you are creating it's when released. you're focusing yeah. on what you want to create. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's that energy that's always inside of you. It's inside mm-hmm. everyone. And when you're sold out to a cause, it's the energy that keeps you going okay. and helps you see what's not there and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to use a Bible verse, it would mm-hmm. be to call things that be not as though they were. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. To make them happen. So that's the faith. It is a force, though. It's an energy. Mm-hmm. We all have it. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not we tap into it or right. not. I either have it, I'm either in it, using it, or I'm not mm-hmm. using it, yeah. right? But it's an energy. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Can yes. we separate that? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we're going to separate faith. Now, uh, belief is different. Belief can be in all sorts of different categories. Mm-hmm. So we can have beliefs about global stuff, mm-hmm. like relationships are... Finish the sentence. Um, relationships <laughs> suck you dry. And- no. Cool. <laughs> no, relationships don't write are that, awesome. Don't you write that. They're awesome. They're all awesome. They are. <laughs> they what? drain you. No. No, no, but really, think about it. Per- what's the purpose of a relationship? The these are difficult questions. Yeah. But these exist in all of you already. So yeah. our subconscious mm-hmm. drives a lot of the activity on our daily lives. Mm-hmm. So there's... I. I've mentioned in previous episodes and in lots of my work in the book, shameless plug, mm-hmm. that um, you know belief is like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only ten percent or so that's above the surface. What's really driving, uh, you know, the direction of everything is beneath the surface, ninety mm. percent. So there's a lot going on beneath the surface of what we are consciously thinking. Yeah. That's actually running the conversation that we're having yeah does that make sense no it does so when i ask you a deeper question like Mm -hmm. that and i see you stare off in four (laughs) corners of the room (laughs) it's because it's not something that you think about consciously Mm -hmm. it's just something that you know is there does that make sense i agree okay and we don't have to drill down there Mm -hmm. yet but the point Mm -hmm. is we have these global universal belief systems Mm -hmm. things about relationships things about love things about life Mm -hmm. things about death Things about time. Yep. Some people are super impatient. It's all because they have this global belief that time should be <laughs> should be fast. Everything should be fast, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you get my point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but then you meet somebody else that has a completely different view of time, <laughs> and it's like, why are you not upset yeah. right now? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't. Their global yeah. belief about time good is that example. it should just take take some time. Mm-hmm. Things should just yeah. work that way. Mm-hmm. So we're all wired differently, just on one level. But mm-hmm. there's around seven that I work with my clients on, mm-hmm. and the one that keeps coming up in your conversation Mm -hmm. kim with me is what i call rules okay right these are our if then statements Mm. right okay um if i wear brown Mm -hmm. then i will not feel well Mm -hmm. right some people have that weird (laughs) right you know i'm just saying it's a weird thing it's i'm just making it up but you get my point yeah um but you know, they're if-then beliefs. Mm-hmm. And they do control the outcome of whatever situation we're having, mm-hmm. depending on mm-hmm. if they register with our rules, mm-hmm. right? So you've got rules about marriage mm-hmm. that are clouding your judgment about what's happening in reality. Wow. Can we be okay with that? All right, Jeremy. I'm not saying No, it's good. No, that's good. But really. now we need to figure out that's, what they are. Yeah. Right? It's not yeah. enough just to say, hey, you got some rules. Have a nice <laughs> yeah. day. Right? Okay. We need to figure out what they are. So what's, uh, when I say if, then, mm-hmm. right? Um, finish this one. If I get married, then. Wow. I, you know what? If I get married, then I won't be alone. Mm. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay, good. Um, if I'm supported, then my husband will be. If I am supported, then my husband will be. Like with him, you mean like with him supporting? He'll be doing something. He'll, He'll be, be doing something acting something. some way. What will acting, he be? Yeah. Oh, okay. If I am supported, yeah, my if you're husband feeling supportive. will be. He'd be happy. Just bottom line. Yeah, he'll be happy. What will he be doing? (laughs) Well, yeah, what will he be doing that's making you feel supported? Yeah. (laughs) He will, if I am supported, my husband will be, man, just encouraging there with me, I would have to say. He would be there. He would be engaged, Mm. Um, just in tune um, and willing well, willing. describe what that means. When you say willing, there was a lot to that tone. Yeah. Y'all didn't see the, the facial tone. Yeah. Is it pulling teeth to go on a date night or something? What's up? No, 
it's not. It's not. I'm just just willing. And I think for me, even right now in this moment, I'm realizing it's just this one thing in the marriage that I may be concerned about and everything else with him is good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just this this mm. purpose, this passion that I have. Why can't everything be okay in this particular box? Why can't it well, be? Oh, I'm, <laughs> we're about to get to the next most hard, uh, probably the hardest one for you oh, to access Lordy. because you're good. You're, you're, you're just going right around it right now. <laughs> Do you hear it too? Do you hear what I'm talking about? The if thens. You hear the and if then that she's not accessing yet. I'm not sure, but maybe. Yeah, so I'm nervous. Don't tell I feel me. like it's a test. Good. No, not a test. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to answer. You know, no, you should okay. because there's yeah, a, because there's one mm-hmm. big one, and mm-hmm. it it supports the it supports all the beliefs you have around mm-hmm. what you think ministers are up to. Mm-hmm. Right. There's this rule. Mm-hmm you're having in your in your brain about mm-hmm. if i become a minister mm-hmm. then mm. ah yeah i got my hand on my hip to jeremy <laughs> because he is all in my business y'all <laughs> um, oh my goodness right so it just came full circle right to mm-hmm. what you were talking about the yeah yeah so what is it though if I become a minister, then what's the rule that what are the rules around being a minister that you have? Because that's really what this is kind of about. Yeah. He's not fitting a profile for a rule you have about being a minister's spouse. Hmm. Wow. Uh-oh. And no, Jeremy, that's really good. Because just lately, just in my just quiet time or what have you, I've been asking myself what that really looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I felt like I have been doing that so this bears witness with me it it, it does it's not you know just like something that you're pulling out of the air brother it you know what i'm saying it bears witness with me because i feel like you know god's been kind of leading me up to this moment and those questions that i've been um asking myself or to god in my quiet time is like the things that i would ask is like the faith that he is now Mm -hmm. why wouldn't that be okay if God moved me to a place of, you know, ministry, a certain place in ministry. Mm -hmm. That's what I asked myself. Why wouldn't that be okay? I don't have an answer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I would ask God, is that like this thing that you want to do? Like, behold, I do a new thing. You know what I'm saying? Will you be aware? Will you be aware? Do you want, I mean, and I ask God, why do I have this particular mindset that it has to look like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, some I of it know. just comes, I mean, you came right out of you pretty quickly. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. you know, I grew up a certain way. Mm-hmm. I saw the way these okay. people live. I watch television. I see a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? There's this presupposition with being a quote minister mm-hmm. that comes with wow. the territory, yep. right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just like we did with <laughs> spouse. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that word ministry uh-huh. for a second. That's good. Because it's, uh, I come from Christian background mm-hmm. and people on the show know I'm a former pastor. Mm-hmm. And this uh, conversation has, has centered itself a lot on mm-hmm. some of those terms. Mm-hmm. So let's get to definitions. Okay. Right? Because when I was in ministry mm-hmm. as a pastor, um, there was uh, an assumed significance mm-hmm. with the role. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, Christian circles mm-hmm. have a delegation, if you will, mm-hmm. of importance mm-hmm. on people who are, quote, in the ministry, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And a diminishment, however non-conscious or unconscious it is, mm-hmm. of people who aren't in ministry mm-hmm. roles. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. So it's hard for people mm-hmm. that aren't in ministry roles to even understand the other side of the equation yeah. yep. because as much as they say modern churches want you know don't they don't want this clergy lady mentality mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. still definitely exists yep. yeah yeah can yep. we agree on that yeah mm-hmm. definitely so some of it could just be the your husband just not no understanding you know that <laughs> yeah definitely right because <laughs> it's definitely Good. different i mean yeah. you know 
we're we're taught from very early wow. ages, no matter what faith we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're taught in any sort of uh, synagogue, temple, church, mm-hmm. uh, mosque, it doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there are people who are paid mm-hmm. to deliver mm-hmm. a message from God to mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And it creates a sort of a me and them construct. Okay. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not an us construct. It's definitely like, okay, I need to take this to the profession because mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? Jesus was um, completely different than that, though. Mm-hmm. He was a liberator of truth. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. he liberated truth from uh, the scrolls in the synagogues where they literally only had one copy for a whole community. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they all memorized them anyway, so they knew them. But mm-hmm. he brought them alive out into the streets so that all normal folk like fishermen mm-hmm. could be, quote, rabbis or ministers mm-hmm. in their culture. Mm-hmm. Right? So he yep. was breaking boundaries there just mm-hmm. with the people he had hanging around with, mm-hmm. them, you know? And so what we have now is this, this existence of this, you know, professional ministry construct where yeah. everybody kind of is lost in the idea of what it really means to mm-hmm. be a minister. So... Mm-hmm. Let's define mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right? Good. First things first, and the most interesting thing by far that I could share with you about <laughs> this, is that the word in Hebrew for work, service, and ministry mm-hmm. is the same word. Hmm. Go Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> the original language of the uh-huh. Bible has mm-hmm. the same word for work. I forgot one. <laughs> work. Worship, worship. Oh. service, and ministry. Okay. They're all the same word. Mm. Avad. Mm-hmm. All right? Avodah, if you go bigger. Mm-hmm. All right? So it comes from a root. That word mm-hmm. gets translated those four different English ways, mm-hmm. but it's the same Hebrew word. It just gets translated differently based on what sentence construct they were mm-hmm. trying to create. Right? right? Yeah. Work, worship, service and ministry mm-hmm. there's a thread that runs through all of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's today we think of work as different yeah. than yeah. ministry or we could let's let's really flip it on its end and say mm-hmm. that there um the plumber has a ministry right of keeping your house <laughs> <laughs> from stinking right and and you know dry right you know and that the pipes work yeah you know the uh <laughs> Uh, what's commonly we've put on a shelf as yeah. categorized mm-hmm. at differently. You know, we've put, you know, these are physical labor jobs. Mm-hmm. These are white collar jobs. Mm-hmm. These are, yeah. They're all just work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you must be about the business of your dream. Mm-hmm. Whatever that work is, that's where your heart's going to be most fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some people truly are fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, helping people fix their issues with it's carpentry, yeah, right, yeah, right, um, mm-hmm. or the toilet overflowed, and they're genuinely happy to get yeah. the call and come over and make sure that they can help yeah. you out, yeah, right. Yeah. That's my husband. Yeah. Hey, he we need those people, and we need those people. <laughs> yes. yes, we yes. do. Yes, we do. Uh, others are called to mm. different things. Some, That's some good. are called to business. Mm-hmm. I mean, business in uh, a lot of church and Christian circles, particularly because that's where I come from. I'll know it best. Um, gets kind of shoved to the the greedy side of mm-hmm. the coin. You know, if you're in business, then well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, that's yeah. not righteous. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. without any of those businesses, none right. of those churches would exist. That's none right. of those ministries wow. would exist. Mm-hmm. In fact, most ministries and churches are really businesses, mm-hmm. but no one knows it. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And you need yeah. a business a gifted person to make all that stuff work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a gift just like any other. Mm-hmm. And it's a work that you can do as worship, mm-hmm. right? And service to the community. Uh, that's your ministry. It's mm-hmm. your contribution, mm-hmm. if you will, to the people around mm-hmm. you. Are we, are we all together? Yeah. Are we still here? Yes. No, okay. yeah. This so is ministry good. is really about your contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. Can we just substitute that instead? That's good. So it's what you want to contribute. Mm-hmm. It's what you want to give Very to the good. people around you. All mm-hmm. right? Yep. So some people have a ministry of chocolate, and God bless them for it. <laughs> yeah, they want to they want to give us good chocolate, and we say thank you to uh-huh. that, yeah. right? And we can appreciate it. Yeah. So it, there's just so many different things that people give us mm-hmm. all the time. I want you to think about it differently. It's their ministry, if yes. you will. So your ministry, mm-hmm. right, is your dream. 
It's mm-hmm. the thing you want to do. It's that mm-hmm. thing that keeps coming up inside of both of you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I haven't gotten into that mm-hmm. and I, on purpose because mm-hmm. we're already long. But we? uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to keep talking about, you know, okay. I, I would love to keep talking about it uh-huh. us together. But, but uh, for this purpose, part we're talking, yeah, part two. <laughs> but for this purpose, we're talking about how this works in the marriage. Okay. It kind of matters not what you're up to. Mm-hmm. It matters more that, and let's get down to the honor scenario, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because we talked about, uh, you brought up the, mm-hmm. the word honor in mm-hmm. reference to your husband, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because there's another rule, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. get to, I, I'm hearing in your voice mm-hmm. anyway, and Jess, you know her really well, so you can stop me if I'm wrong. But you, <laughs> you get stop him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you get to a certain place in your journey where you have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. We're forced to. It's how life mm-hmm. works. Yeah. We're forced to commit now. Mm-hmm to a course of action. Mm-hmm. And when I get to the commitment level, I freak out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. And what I do is I use my husband as an mm-hmm. excuse. Because mm. the reality is, from everything I know about this mm-hmm. brother just sitting here mm-hmm. and without him being in the room, mm-hmm. is he's not going to obstruct <laughs> you. He's not going to stop you from doing what you want to do. Am I wrong? He... He's like, you know, kind of like with Jess's husband. Mm-hmm. And we consider ourselves the the dreamers. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Why aren't we doing anything? <laughs> we can do this now. But we feel like, I, I know for myself personally, you know, um, that our husbands are going to say, well, wait. And I don't want to go through that. I'm tired of going through that. Oh, the okay. whole, you know what? Sit back and wait. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how long do we wait? You know, yeah. I've, I've been here and wait a long time. Yeah. So, and I think for me, I start saying what I am using is like, um, he's not thinking like me because he doesn't read the same thing I read as okay. far as the faith goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's my thing. Okay. Okay. That that's makes sense. definitely. But that's again, that's, another mental construct I've mm-hmm, created no, to yes. give me the idea that he's got something different floating around in that brain than mm-hmm. I have in mine. Yep. So another reason for us no. to be divided yep. instead of united. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So yes, it does. what if we mm-hmm. could expand mm-hmm. our understanding of faith in general? Okay. Right. We already talked about it being a force. Mm-hmm. It can take on the religious belief construct of many different types. Okay. Let's just say faith hmm. is a force that has many different languages. Okay. Can we go with that? Just like love mm-hmm. has different languages. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's go I'm there if we if we can if it's possible. No, I'm with you. Expand. So far, so good. Expand a little <laughs> no, bit. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, instead of staring at the things that we have uh, that are differences. Mm. Why don't we start staring at the things and refocusing ourselves mm. on the things that are in common? Right? No. Almost yeah. all belief systems have uh, love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some sense of mission mm-hmm. in, in common. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some sense of uh, morality in common, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a standard of living, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Personal standards, mm-hmm. right? Um, they have a sense of um, relationship to the higher power, mm-hmm. right? And knowing mm-hmm. your place, humility, mm-hmm. right? Knowing mm-hmm. where you exist mm-hmm. in the construct of how the world works, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, I mean, I, I could go on, but mm-hmm. the point is that there's a lot of commonalities, mm-hmm. way more than there are differences. Mm-hmm. Can we agree on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're doing when we allow those types of things to hold us back is a whole nother show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're allowing more differences to cloud our judgment. Yeah. Instead of seeing what's unified and expanded. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something else. Because mm-hmm. there was one thing I wrote down that was really important to mm-hmm. me. And I'm glad it's right here. We mm-hmm. can talk about it. You had another rule that came up. <laughs> um, Jeremy, you yeah. calling me out on these rules, I huh? Am. Well, no, because I grew up though. like I, yeah. I, had, I had similar background. Yeah. I've been churched, if yeah. you want to say that word. Very That's much not a so. word, but you know, I was raised in yeah. church. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Southern Baptist when I was yeah. a kid and then trained there and then went to charismatic church mm-hmm. and then we were in more of a non-denominational, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. sort of whatever, yeah. independent church, mm-hmm. right? Mega bigness mm-hmm. church. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been, I run the gamut. I've been all over the place. Um, Lisa comes from a Catholic background, so okay. I've had, I have some of that 
right mm-hmm. in the family we've been married for over 17 years we've mm-hmm. been together coming up on 20 this year mm-hmm. so i'm well familiar with mm-hmm. that orthodoxy as well mm-hmm. but one of the things that brought that you brought up was when i'm having my rebellious days <laughs> you would pull that one wouldn't you <laughs> yeah let me ask you a question mm-hmm. why is it rebellious mm. for a wife to honor her own dream Hmm. in a marriage. Thanks for listening. That'll do it for part one, but be sure to tune in next Thursday for the conclusion of our conversation. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag CreateU. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on CreateU and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be teaching you one simple way to make your life better. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every episode. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg, reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you. You.